0: Hey, everyone. I'm Leah Jacobson. And if you use essential oils, you've come to the right place. As a certified clinical aromatherapist with over a decade of experience, I'll be guiding you with practical information without learning complicated chemistry. This will ensure that you and your family stay safe while enjoying the benefits of essential oils. Enjoy season four of the podcast as we read through my latest book, Using Essential Oils Safely. Now let's get started. Hey everyone, I am back to talk about a topic that was pretty popular in our Using Essential Oils Safely community group on Facebook. And so I thought I would mention it here on YouTube, on my podcast, on my Leah Jacobson CCA public page, just to make sure that the information was out there because there are a lot of trends when it comes to using essential oils and most of them are not going to be safe. So it recently came to my attention that there is a trend going around to add peppermint essential oil to the ice water for towels to help athletes cool off at sporting events. So, you know, it may sound like, yeah, that sounds great, peppermint peppermint is cooling, so adding a cooling essential oil to towels that are already in ice and cold already (laughs) sounds like it might not be a terrible idea, but I don't recommend this. Number one, the ice, as I mentioned, is also pretty cool. But the biggest concern that I see is the peppermint essential oil getting into the eyes when a towel is grabbed and placed on the face or around the neck, and that can sting quite badly. So there's really no benefit to getting essential oils in the eyes all for the sake of cooling off when you already have a cold towel, right? Peppermint essential oil does have a topical max of 5.4% and because it doesn't mix well with water, it's going to float on the surface or cling to the fabric of the towels and it's not going to be properly diluted. In addition to that, peppermint essential oil is not recommended to use with people who have GERD if ingesting or G6PD deficiency if ingesting, inhaling, or using topically. It's also not recommended for breastfeeding moms as it can decrease milk supply, at least temporarily. It's something to be aware of. Also, it's not recommended to use with cardiac fibrillation. So if there's already, you know, a sporting event going on and the heart is racing and there's a lot going on, peppermint essential oil might contribute to that. It's just not worth the risk. What you can do, however, is add peppermint leaves to drinking water. That can be so refreshing. Leave the essential oils out of the water, but you can add peppermint leaves to drinking water instead. So I posted this information in our group um, a couple of weeks ago and I got a lot of interesting comments from someone who was like, is it okay to use peppermint essential oil at all? And minus the few safety issues that I mentioned a couple of minutes ago, it can be safe for a lot of people. Not for children under the age of six, however. Um, Lauren commented that her husband was trying to be helpful and added a few drops of peppermint essential oil to her bath. And she had a burn that lasted for several days and had a rash, and it just was not okay and not cool. Um, there's recommendations um, that you might see out there, like the one that Candy got when she said her introduction to essential oils was adding peppermint essential oil to brownies as well as lemon essential oil in her water, and she did not do well with that. Courtney's asking if it's okay to add to a bath, and I would just reference the comment from Lauren saying I probably would not recommend that. Be very, very careful. If you need information for using essential oils safely in the bath, you can just check out our learning center, but otherwise I can let you know you definitely want to dilute. You don't want more than five drops of any essential oil in the bath, so make sure the essential oil is safe for you first. It doesn't have a topical max. It's not you know, unsafe for you in any way. If you're on medications or breastfeeding or for your child, make sure it's safe for them. Um, but always add with a carrier oil and add in some bath salts as well. And if you can add it to soap and that will help further disperse and dilute so that you don't have any adverse reactions. Kara um, brought up a great point. If you are breastfeeding, it can interfere with your milk, milk supply by temporarily decreasing it. Um, Let's see, Louisa is asking a great question that we get a lot, and this isn't just specific to peppermint oil, but it's any essential oil, um, is what if the description on the product says peppermint oil instead of peppermint essential oil? Does that mean it's going to have the same safety? And unfortunately, you're going to have to contact the company because some essential oil companies um, or some non-essential oil companies releasing products They'll simply say oil when they have full intention that it's the essential oil. They're just trying to save space or whatever. Um, Typically, like if it were up to me, I would absolutely make sure that if it was the essential oil, that it was specifically stated peppermint essential oil or, you know, lavender essential oil or lemon essential oil and that any infused oils were referred to as oil, like infused oils, meaning if you are going to throw some peppermint leaves in an olive oil. And then you were going to strain them out and then use that olive oil as kind of like a flavored oil. That would be one example of infusing um, an oil and that would literally be an oil that would be olive oil that has a little bit of infusion of the leaves of peppermint. And so that truly would be an oil and not an essential oil. There's oregano oil, there's oregano essential oil. So you just don't know, not all companies are consistent when it comes to the terminology. And because there's no governing body, there's no, you know, nobody up anybody's business as far as saying you have to say essential oil instead of oil, you have to do your own research by contacting the company and asking them if it's an oil or or an essential oil because they are quite a bit different. So if it truly is peppermint oil, which indicates an infusion, then it is going to be safe around kids under the age of six. It's not going to have the interaction with GERD and all of that other stuff. Alicia is asking about the hydrosol. Does the hydrosol have the same safety as the essential oil? And the answer is no. Um, Hydrosols aren't going to have the same safety. In fact, most hydrosols are going to be totally fine, even for ingestion, for all ages. They're going to be fine to use around your pets. They're often used as eye washes unless they contain alcohol. Um, So yeah, hydrosols and essential oils are not alike at all. They will have different safety, just like herbs have different safety than the essential oil version. Just like you can make pesto with basil, that's totally great, right? That's delicious, it's great, it's beneficial for you, but basil essential oil is potentially carcinogenic and best avoided. Fennel tea made from the seeds, slash the herb is great for helping with milk supply, boosting milk supply in breastfeeding women. But basil essential oil, on the other hand, potentially carcinogenic, just not recommended. And that is because of the steam distillation process that plants go through sometimes for certain plants like basil, like fennel, like nutmeg, Like some other essential oils, it actually changes and alters the properties because you're only extracting those oil-soluble constituents out of that plant matter, and it can make it more unsafe than safe to use. So the bottom line is make sure that you know the safety of the essential oils that you are using, and you can get started with my free series, 30 Days of essential oil safety, and you can find that at leahjacobson.com, totally free to sign up every single day, 30 days in a row. I give you a new safety file pulled from essential oil safety files, my book, so that you can get started on learning how to use essential oils safely. If you have any tips or trends um, that you have seen that may be not safe, that may be safe, and you are wondering if they are, please feel free to jump in our facebook group using essential oils safely community and ask your questions there or contact me any other way that you see me all over social media or via email and that will be coming shortly talk to you later see ya this is leah jacobson empowering you to use essential oil safely i hope you learned something new today tell a friend about our podcast so they can learn too all episodes are available at leahjacobson.com slash podcasts to get a signed copy of my book or to access the course which contains even more information, jump on over to my website, leahjacobson.com, slash book or slash course for those resources.